Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ever heard a sports talk show like this before? <laughs> Didn't think so. What's going on, dirty, dirty? It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Thursday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. Well, that's all that really matters. Coming up in 15 minutes from now, Joey Logano is going to join us. Number 22, Ford Mustang. He'll drop on by. We'll talk some NASCAR with Joey in 15 minutes from now. Advanced analytics poll question today. If you're a bird, would you rather be hit by a fastball or curveball? Yet another bird is a victim to a Diamondbacks pitcher. 22 years ago, it was Randy Johnson. Yesterday, it was... A Diamondbacks pitcher warming up in the outfield and unfortunately clocking a bird with a curveball. We'll do advanced analytics later on in the hour, plus your epic fail. Last night, game one was all Celtics of the first half, and then the heat happened in the third quarter, and then in the fourth, Jimmy Butler happened, and the heat got a road victory in game number one. And... Let's just be real. If you ignored the numbers on the side of the team names, the two and the eight, if you just ignored that, if you had woke it up yesterday out of a year-long coma and saw Celtics in heat Eastern Conference Finals, there's no way you would have thought the Heat don't stand a chance. The Heat and Celtics know one another. This is largely the same team the Heat had as last year. Last season, they went to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Last year, these two teams played the Eastern Conference Finals, Game 7. Last year, also, the Heat were the one seed in the Eastern Conference. The Heat have the significant coaching advantage. If you were in a coma for the last year and then woke up to watch last night, you would have known the Heat head coach. You would have no idea who the Celtics head coach was. So I just think everybody got too enamored with the seeding of the Celtics. And let's be real. The Celtics surviving the Sixers is not that impressive. It's really not. When you look at how the Eastern Conference playoffs have gone, the most impressive series win so far is heat over the Bucks. The Bucks know how to win. The Bucks were the one seed. The Bucks had Giannis. 
for most of that five-game series. He was lost for one game. Maybe he was less than 100%, but he was on the floor for all of the losses. The most impressive win so far of the Eastern Conference postseason has been Heat over Bucks. And the Celtics surviving against a, a Sixers team that was completely deflated after the fourth quarter of Game 6 and, of course, always does this, was like, this is what you should do, Celtics. What you shouldn't do is have waited until the fourth quarter of Game 6 to arrive against the Sixers. So I look at Joe Missoula versus Eric Spolster and go, well, that's a significant advantage. Also, familiarity always evens the playing field. It's why division games of the NFL are never the same as non-division games in terms of blowouts and, and, and lines. If you pay attention to how Vegas usually places a line of the NFL, no matter what the records are, division foes are a much smaller line because they know each other so well. And then you add on to it that it's probable most times on the floor the best player is going to be Jimmy Butler. And you know what happens in the NBA? Most times the best player wins the game. Not all the time, but most of the time. So these are just not two franchises that are that distant despite what the seating looks like. And you know, I was I was actually on my FanDuel app yesterday before the game, and I was kind of looking at some of the lines, and I said, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Now, I didn't take the Heat plus eight and a half, but I took the Heat in the series. But I, Because I really think, and I thought before last night, Miami had a great shot at winning this series for all the reasons I just mentioned, and that it, it just was so disrespectful to consider the Heat that different, and I, I mentioned that all of the analysts that I saw pick this series, not one picked Miami, not one. Now, last year, we get to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals, and Jimmy Butler takes a three that comes up just short. And he said after the game last year, we'll see him again. Now, on the type of role he is on, you don't think that this series is personal for Jimmy Butler. He's, of course, trying to win a championship. And he's an elite postseason player. But this matchup in this spot in the playoffs has become personal for him. He feels like he let his team down in this spot last year, even though he did everything. This is going to be a headache for the Celtics, a real headache. And my question is, do they have the guts to get through it? Do they have the guts? Beating the Sixers tells us nothing about whether you got guts. Nothing. I'm sorry. You know, Jason Tatum's a great player. But 51 points in Game 7 makes it feel like he was effervescent in a clutch spot. It was a blowout. The Sixers didn't show up after halftime. You know, a lot of those points came when it didn't matter. A lot of those points, it would be like Mraz booing Giancarlo Stanton because he had another home run where the Yankees were up 7-1. It's like, okay, you drove in six runs. Well, the Yankees won 13-2. A lot of those points for Tatum were like, oh, pouring it on when the game was out of hand. Now, he was great fourth quarter game six, and that's where the entire series changed. But let's see Jason Tatum flip the script in this series with a much more disciplined Heat team, with a much better coach than Doc was, with a much better player in crunch time in Jimmy Butler than the Sixers have, 
and what happened at Tatum when it mattered last night. Turtle! Turtle, turtle, turtle! I mean, you know, Jason Tatum reverted back to turtle Jason Tatum. Jason Turtle. (laughs) So, I I just, this is going to be such a headache for the Celtics. And I would agree with any analyst that says they've got more talent top to bottom. If you just took roster A versus roster B, yeah, one through seven, one through eight is going to be deeper for the Celtics than the Heat. But that may not matter if Jimmy Butler is significantly better than Jason Tatum and Eric Spolstra is significantly better than Joe Mazzulla. Might not matter. Celtics got a, a healthy dose of reality that this is not the Sixers. This is not the Sixers. And, you know, if the Heat can beat the Bucks in five, you think they're scared of the Celtics? Hell no. They wouldn't be scared anyway. But th- this is not something to be daunting or feared by the Heat, especially the way that Jimmy Butler is, is leading the team. It is no fear. I got this. Follow me. We're winning. And I thought it was interesting after the game last night, I think it was Ali LaForce who asked Jimmy Butler, you know, how do you feel after getting a game one win on the road? Do you feel like you you got the job done or something like that? And he's like, well, there's another win to get. I mean, they're not thinking about, like, splitting the road first two so they can go back home 1-1 like they did their job. Jimmy wants both in Boston. (laughs) So now you got a cutthroat team that's not going to give you any, any, any room to breathe. We'll see how the Celtics respond. But I, I trust that the Heat guts more than I trust the Celtics guts right now in these types of spots. When we come back on the show, we'll talk some NASCAR. Joey Logano is going to join us. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's new on CBS. We've got it all together. 
It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Our next guest is getting ready for NASCAR's All-Star Race at North Wilkesboro Speedway coming up on Sunday. This is amazing. One of NASCAR's historic tracks is seeing a revival. The first time it's being a host since the 90s. Joining us here ahead of that is the driver of the number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford Mustang for Team Penske, Joey Logano. Joey, good morning. Good morning. What's happening? Not much, man. So, so the first time since 96 that we get a race here. You were six years old in 96. Tell me about six-year-old <laughs> Joey Logano's life in 1996. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was sleeping in a race car bed, messing around with Hot Wheels, and tearing up the yard in a go-kart. <laughs> a lot has changed since they've raced here in North Wilkesboro, but I tell you what, we're excited uh, as a as a sport. I think the fans, the crew members, the drivers, everybody is very excited to get back up there, get racing again uh, at North Wilkesboro. What a great idea uh, that Marcus Smith and SMI had, and we'll get up there and race for a million bucks this weekend. Yeah, it feels like the entire sport has been energized by this decision getting ready for this weekend. Why do you think that it really connects with so many drivers and fans to to race there this weekend? I think it's obviously a very historic racetrack. A lot of a lot of great legends have raced there in the past. Um, you know, the nostalgia of, of that is the. And I think they did a cool job at renovating only what they needed to, right? Like keeping the throwback vibe that it's, you know, kind of a, a thing right now, right? It's everyone wears the old school NASCAR t-shirts right now, right? That's like a fashion statement. Well, the racetrack is that way too right now, right? Where they, they repainted some of it. They have made the, the grandstand safe. They have added bathrooms and did all the things they need to for modern day creature comfort, but also keeping that nostalgic look. And I think that's what's making everyone so excited. It's going to feel a bit like a time hop. I mean, for you, never having raced there, obviously, and it feeling like part of generations past, it's it's going to feel like going into a time capsule, my guess is. I'm telling you, it definitely is. We went, to, I went up there a couple of years back to, to shoot a commercial, and I walked into the Infield Care Center, which is like a little hospital inside the racetrack where if something was happening on the race, you know, as a driver or whatever, they bring you in there before they ship you out to the hospital. I walked in there, and it was a, just what you said, a time capsule. There were stretchers in there still. It's like they just closed the doors and left. <laughs> they left everything there. <laughs> you go through, I walked through the concession stands, and it's like they just left. It's like a ghost town. It's just weird. Uh, kind of eerie feeling, too. So uh, I'm hoping they got new stretchers, at least. I don't, I don't want to see them either way, but I'm hoping they got some new, new stuff from that department. Joey Logano joins us ahead of the North Wilkesboro All-Star Race coming up this weekend. Now, I thought it was so cool. NASCAR announces its 75th anniversary greatest drivers, and it's your parents, Tom and Debbie, who hop on a Zoom call with you, and they announce it to you that you are a part of this historic team. You were taken aback when, when you saw, when you heard that it was your parents on the line. Did you know that something was up? <laughs> well, I knew something was up at that point. Um, we do a radio show uh, weekly on, on uh, NASCAR radio, and, and I, <laughs> I was on there when 
Tom and Deb from Connecticut call in. I'm like, oh, no, that's our parents. You know? <laughs> and it's like anyone else, you, you, you start to get a little nervous, right, and what's going to happen there. Uh, and then, obviously, a, re- a really cool surprise uh, and a great honor to be on that list. Right? You think of uh, when we were down in Darlington last weekend, uh, they had, you know, a great celebration with all the, you know, or a lot of the 75 drivers on that list, and, and at least the ones that could be there. And it's just cool standing up there with them and being part of that, you know, exclusive group. I was, for me, going back to 1996, right, when I was playing with Hot Wheels cars like we were talking about, to standing up there with the legends and guys that raced at North Wales Pearl, uh it's just really surreal and super cool. You know, it's just, there's no, it's hard to put it into words, but definitely really neat for me. Yeah, I feel like I, I know what you're talking about. When I get to interview athletes that I adored growing up, it's quite an out-of-body experience. It's like, wow, these are these are guys that were, were kind of larger than life to me. It must have felt that way to you because, I mean, even though you've been in the game for a long time, you're 32 years old, you're still relatively young in terms of, you know, your success in the sport and how much success you've already had, it must have been quite mind-blowing to be named alongside the legends that you grew up watching. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you're sitting up there and they're calling everybody's name and, you know, how many wins they got in championships and, you know, yada, yada, whatever they've, they've accomplished from a stat standpoint uh, as they're calling them up onto stage. And, you know, you hear your stats, I'm like, wow, actually, I kind of, actually fit in. I wasn't really sure if I do because I, <laughs> I look at these guys as like my heroes from when I was a kid and I, I never felt like I could even stack up to them. Uh, but just a really neat, kind of like you said, kind of an outer body experience when you're you're sitting up there and you're like, that's early Marlins. Like, that's pretty cool, you know? And you're sitting up there, like some of them I race against obviously and I still do, but uh, the others where I remember just growing up next to them or watching them, that was just just a cool experience. So this weekend's the All-Star Race, but coming up a week from today, you've got the first annual Joey Logano's Concert for Charity. It's going to be at Coyote Joe's in Charlotte coming up Thursday, May 25th. You've got a great list of country artists. I mean, an all-star lineup of country artists. And this is going to be a mission to support children and young adults in times of crisis through various foster care systems in the greater Charlotte area. Tell me about the foundation and tell me about the lineup here that you're going to do with the uh, concert for charity. Absolutely. Yeah, the Joey Logano Foundation, we, we started up uh, quite some time back and have been able to impact a, a lot of kids uh, that honestly just haven't been born into the best situation, right? There's no other way to, to clarify that more, right? Not all of us are, are born into great situations. I was lucky enough to, to have great parents, but not everybody has that. And um, these kids uh, just need some love. Right? They need someone to give them a hug. They need someone to guide them. And we work with a lot of great organizations uh, in the Charlotte region that that help give these kids that, right? And also help these foster families and parents uh, to give them the tools and resources they need to help these kids become a contributing member of society, right? Help them break the cycle. And that's hard to do. And it takes time and it takes commitment. Uh, and it's some great people we work with. So, over the years, we've donated over $5 million to, to these organizations to try to make some great impact, and uh, we're going to continue doing that again, and uh, we're going to try to make some money uh, through the country music concert down at, at Coyote Joe's. we got uh, Lee Bryce there, Randy Hauser, Hauser uh, uh, Mitchell Tenpenny, and, and some others. So it's going to be a, a great night. Uh, we got a lot of people coming already, so we're super excited about that event. 
and um, and hopefully making that an annual thing. That is awesome. That's a week from tonight, and that is at Coyote Joe's in Charlotte. It is the concert for charity from Joey Logano's foundation. You got your first win of the season, Atlanta Motor Speedway, and so tell me about how you feel like the season's going so far. Um, it's, it's up and down. We've been uh, very inconsistent. A lot of things that we actually can't control, um, which makes it a, a little bit better. Um, you know, for, I feel like our our execution of the races, especially the last month, has been really, really good. Uh, we've been kind of uh, hit by a couple different things every now and again that we have to try to maneuver around and understand what that is. But I feel like for the most part, our team's still in good, good shape. Uh, we're not where we want to be in points by no means, um, but having that win in Atlanta helps us. We're in the playoffs. It allows us to be aggressive on a strategy standpoint and then also uh, you know, make sure we're ready for when the playoffs come around. That's, that's when the, the pay window really opens up, so we'll keep uh, continuing to be good there. Joey Logano joining us this morning here on the show. The 2023 All-Star Race coming up this weekend, Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern time at North Wilkesboro Speedway. First time we got that since 1996. Can't wait to see how it looks and drives and all the events around it. Should be awesome. Joey, thanks for the time this morning, man. Congratulations on the 75th great, <laughs> Greatest Drivers, and good luck this weekend. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Talk to you soon. My pleasure. Joey Logano joining us this morning on the show. Excellent stuff from Joey. That is very cool. I love that description of the Speedway just being like in 96, they closed the doors and left it all and just – Nobody was in there. Ghost town. <laughs> they just closed the doors and everybody evacuated. Same stretchers that are in there since the 90s. That's really cool. You know me and throwback stuff. Nostalgia. I'm all about it. So I think that is a very cool thing for NASCAR this weekend. We have the travel guide to the Bob's Bar show up and running now. And so you can check that out on Twitter, at DA on CBS. We've tweeted that out. Also on Instagram, at Damon Amendo. And it's on Facebook, I believe. Cap put it there at the Facebook page for the DA show. And my website, DamonAmendolara.com. So all of the questions you need answering available right now for your Bob's Bar travel guide, which is going to come up on Friday, June the 16th. I was texting with Zach. Gail, going to try to get the night off, I think, Friday night so that he can come park cars and then, you know, be able to hang out with us for the day. Wow, not a hard hat guy. Won't work it. Well, he's going to work our event, I guess. I guess. Yeah, parking cars. He's parking Dana Mechanicsburg's Fiat. But no more. That's it. Parking's the only work for the day for him. That means we get peanut butter hickey in at night, probably. Maybe peanut butter hickey? Yeah. PB and takes. PB and takes. First bite tasted like those. I don't know the name of it. And from what I gather from what Pete told me off air yesterday, there is a building buzz around CBS Sports Radio of of begging Pete to get the day off so that they can come to the Bob's Bar Show. But Pete needs bodies here at the studio, so not everybody can take off. But that everybody's clamoring, hey, can I have the day off? Can I have the day off? So, you know, we'll see. It's going to be a popular event amongst CBS Sports Radio personalities. Well, I'm trying the, the crew that was back here last year. One one person who's not in the company anymore, but 
the crew that was back here last year, I'm trying not to have them work. Yeah. Trying to have them. But if they worked last year, the event, right. I'm trying to do they should be that. able to come out. I'm trying to do that as we spread this out over a couple of years, or a few more years ahead. Uh, so whoever's working this year, I would like them to not work the show if they wanted to come out next year. Yeah, that, and that's that's a fair way to do it. I like That's the way the NFL should approach scheduling teams on Christmas Day. Alternate them. Right, or internationally. Right, exactly. Now, we know we'll do the oil boil event. <laughs> Who's ever coming from the farthest away gets to oil up Pat Boyle's shirtless torso. Do we have confirmation on Marie in Denver? No. I don't think we have confirmation on anybody exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it could just be us. Yeah, I mean, event. I'm assuming Tommy Topspin, you know, he's coming from Connecticut. Throw the donuts in the car and get down there, please. Don't embarrass yourself. There's a couple of Mechanicsburg fans that are going to come in. That's not a terrible drive. Dan did it last year. That's about a three-hour drive, and we've got multiple people Mechanicsburg coming. Right. And as they turn around and go back home, they go, Mechanicsburg, dead ahead. Oh. God. It's not I mean, funny. Oh, oh, that was really it's bad. It's not funny. Oh, I can't even believe your brain allowed you to come up with it's that. It's not funny. Would you even try that? They came out with 3D images of the Titanic. I've been in a Titanic uh, deep dive lately. That was despicable. Again, <laughs> if you have to explain it, it's not funny. Well, we're going to have some listeners here. And it's going to be a nice event. And now we definitely have confirmed we have Foxy on the bagpipes, and he's confirmed, right? And he's going to play Auld Lang Sign. Hey, you got it! Which is the New Year's Eve theme song. This is not it. This is not it. <laughs> no. He's confirmed. Is Bayou Bear confirmed? I think so. I think so. Well, I think is not a confirmation. I should probably text him. Have it upside down, Mike. Uh, I haven't talked to him, ironically, in like a couple months. Wow. Really? Yeah, I don't know. He's just been busy, I guess. He has gone quiet. I haven't seen tweets. I gotten a DM from upside you down, know, Mike. Should you do a wellness it, it check? It needs to be a jolt of energy. I got to be honest with you. A lot of the locals here, we need to round them back up together here. Well, what? It can't be Tommy Topspin and Neil staring at you ready to punch you, and that's it. Yeah, knockout Neil. If if I'm staring at knockout Neil with, like, a fruit punch in my hand, it's going to be bad. Just be like, <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> uh, what about any of the neighbors that come by Bob's bar? Oh, they'll be. The neighbors, because if we weren't doing a show, they'd probably be there having <laughs> eggs and stuff in the morning. So they will be there. I think my dermatologist, again, is going to go in later, take Your off. Your gym teacher? Uh, Sangarella? It's Langella. I have a little respect. The guy's a star. Um, Mr. Langella? There seems to be a little bit of a, um, an argument right now between oh. me and Langella. Oh, no. They want me to appear at career day again. And <laughs> I wasn't. School wants you to come, uh, come up here I at wasn't career day. so hot on using another day off in June with it. And oh. it, it, there was a lot of bumping heads. And then I think I got it. Don't expect the Eagle costume if you can't make it. So I got to make nice with the high school again. They can't find anybody else for career day? Well, Have but, you seen the alumni list? Yeah, and unfortunately, yes. Sean has a career that's worth not directly <laughs> well, show, imitating, but I'm so a you voice can make for it. The, the voiceless, the people that won't take the SATs. <sighs> you want to learn how to retire, have Sean a career day. Okay, but we're going to have your family's going to be there. Your sisters are going to be there. They were great last year as bar staff, bar backs. We currently assume they'll be there, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if not, you got two daughters. So, yeah. So right now... Ow. 
the the RSVP list and confirmation list is kind of light. I did the travel guide. I did the FAQ. I'd like you to do the rounding up of the staff and the guests. All right. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I mean, they'll be. Look, once Buzz catches on, it's been a late start to summer here. Um, you're right. I need to get in gear here a little bit. Have you reached out to Badlands? I'm going to do that right now. No. Nope. Okay. So, oh, my Lord. I We need you. You know, we can bite. We can book the Mike Vorkanoffs at any point in time. Okay, what we need from you, he'll Mraz, be on Tuesday, by the way. I, I honestly, he apologizes we, for yesterday. We we can go weeks without a guest here and be just fine. What we need yes. from you, <laughs> <laughs> what we need from you is the roundup of the characters for Bob's Bar now one month away. This should be up his alley, too. I this got is the Badlands text firing off right now. This is all his people. This is just call somebody or walk over to a house. Wait a minute. When I asked me, what date are we doing this? Friday, fr- June 16th. I, I know it's the, the of Friday. this year? I don't know if it's 16, 17, or 18. Yeah. June 16th. Crunching and munching. And if he says, oh, I just got booked on Tuesday, I'm going to kill you. Because we had this plan two months in advance. I'll give you the all weapons. Right. If he says that, I'm just going to lie to you and say he said something mm. else. What Bravo celebrity are we not paying? We're not. To no, come? I'm not doing that again. No. I'm not having you guys play a three month. Are we prank. doing Jay Michael again playing live music? He's Jay House. You know, if I don't know the date, can you at least know the local artist? <laughs> That's actually out later. Chat would have got that right. G- Jay House. He was great last year. Yeah. May I got a manager from a local restaurant. He might come over and hand out some flyers and bring a band with him. Oh, I like that guy. Oh. I met that guy. Danny. Yeah, Danny might come by. Uh, oh, and I was told a couple of my current uh, my current block mates' neighbors are going to take off. I forgot about them, and right. they were going to come over. And is drunk Dave coming over? I mean, again, he's dancing, Dave. The drunk <laughs> happens afterwards. I will get Dave there. We need dancing Dave. Yeah, and at one point, Jack Cohn, Long Island legends. He's in camp with the Jets right now. <sighs> On June sixteenth, you never know with these guys; they what, can be flaky. Just let the, me handle the business. Oh, you yeah, haven't you handled it yeah. yet. We let you handle yeah. it, and what happened? I, first of all, I think the idea of the clicking sound of the gate being open in my parents' backyard might qualify for enough work. <laughs> What's that mean? Like, I'm oh, like booking the venue? Parents. Yeah, I gave you a venue. That's what qualifies now is your work for this event? Well, I don't see any other producer in North America allowing people from Mechanicsburg to come into their parents' backyard. Hey, Mom, can we come over? But hold on. I'm almost done texting Badlands. We're going to get him there. Come on! Contact with... I was talking to one of the guys from Good Charlotte. I didn't know if they'd be able to come. <laughs> good Charlotte. Any of them said yes is a question. Is it Good or Charlotte? Who's available? <laughs> Bad Charlotte's available, actually. Trust Uncle Shawnee. There'll be a show. Good Charlotte? You talked to somebody from Good Charlotte? I didn't, but I wanted to see your reaction by pointing out a random band. Did this just become Lollapalooza? What's happening? <laughs> Woodstock 23? What was Good Charlotte's song? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, No, Annie? that's Alien Ant Farm. Called the wrong guy. No, Alien Ant Farm. No. No, I got it. Lifestyles, the rich of the famous. Oh, you're right. I was thinking of some 41. <laughs> yeah, you're some 41. Wrong band.
Okay. So maybe we could get good Charlotte there. <laughs> what about the ducks? What about the mascot? The oh, duck, yeah. We no. need the Long Island duck. Duckies on the road. They're on the pond. Oh. He travels. They don't, he doesn't travel. Quacker Jack doesn't travel. There's no way he travels. <laughs> Can't afford that. Guys, Come on. Newsflash, we're still waiting for Quacker Jack to show up from last year. <laughs> Bob Quacker Jack travels. Where, where's he going? Altoona? Maybe. <laughs> Ask Wilkins. Maybe we'll get uh, Sparky, the Islanders mascot, to come on down, right? Yeah. He can wave to the crowd. If you call them. <laughs> That's where Schwartz should come in handy. You know what? That's true. Uh, you, Schwartz, you want us to stop making the delete tweets? Uh, Bring Sparky. That's no, right. Don't Bring something. Right. Don't have him do anything. Bring something. <laughs> Bring some of the boxes of donuts I'm sure you still have left because you took 70 home last year back. Speaking of that, is Entenmann's coming back to the party? I didn't contact them yet either. Oh, you're not doing <laughs> anything. There's <laughs> been a lot going on. You got a lot going what? on. Yeah, I got a lot going He's on. He's got low T problems. Yeah, remember? I had the colonoscopy. I got I my testosterone. A month ago. The dumper doctor was back in March. <laughs> well, that was when I was going to book a lot of things. I, I didn't know. Okay. There were polyps going on. There's still two months after that. <laughs> now you I'm okay. I'm back. <laughs> you didn't want to book things for a show you might not be at? Yeah, I'd be a homo. I'm dead. <laughs> you guys are They're not getting Mraz good show without me. Mraz ain't here. Here's Quacker Jack. Talk about spending the money before you get it. Look, whatever you do, don't make me book this I'm not show. Making you book that. You guys are enough. We're a month out. Let Shawnee in. I've had email flyers out there. Maybe we should have Pat Boyle book it. Mm. Oh, you love him so much. Maybe you should. Imagine if there was an alternate Boyle party, First like two houses all, down, and it was better. Screw you. Book this show. I've been in touch making sure Katie Lindendahl's gonna be there. I have booked the show. It's just Booker, all right? And honestly, I could knock on his door today and put him in my car. I have an idea. Maybe Sean should work. Kidnap him like Celtic Pride. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the other part. Of this. I'm pretty confident Badlands available. Unless that's like the, the hard-boiled egg-eating contest in Minnesota, he should be there. And if it was, then it wasn't meant to be, and he wasn't going to be at the show anyway. From the producers of Celtic Pride oh. comes Cholesterol oh. Pride. Oh, oh, and you were even out when I announced this. We have somebody there singing the national anthem that's already booked a flight that might have to sleep in my guest room. <laughs> and who is that, Sassy McGee? A person flying in from Minnesota. <laughs> is the that flight confirmed? is booked, confirmed. That's confirmed? Yeah, and I think my couch is getting rented out for the weekend. <laughs> oh, no. But when you say your couch, does that mean your your parents' couch? No, I mean or... my house. Does Danielle know that? No. <laughs> Yeah, I got to no. spend a whole weekend with somebody <laughs> no. to please yeah. you for a national anthem. I think because he or she's so not. So don't tell me I didn't book anything or I'm not doing any work. <laughs> that person has to wear a mask. Could you imagine my chip pantry? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Said person can't go back to his or her house while they're here. <laughs> they don't have a house. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're estranged from their mother as well. <laughs> Gambling debts, I presume. <laughs> Your whole house is going to turn into a kitchen. Well, I didn't know that. I, I do take a lot of what I said back. If that is true, that's an event. Yeah. That's an event. A big event. It might be the mass Singer, but nonetheless, <laughs> there will be a national anthem. There will be old Lang Syne sung over the bagpipes. <laughs> Friday, June 16th, the Bob's Bar Show. Friday of Father's Day weekend. Where would you rather be? Matter of fact. Like a dueling pianos, we might have a karaoke tit for tat. Katie Linendahl versus this person flying in from oh, Minnesota. Wow! 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 
If Katie makes this, she is epic. It might be like Say What Karaoke on spring break. Wow. Wow. Well, okay. Oh, this is going to be big. Bogus has our headlines. The Boston Celtics won the first, second, and fourth quarters of game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, but the Heat won the third, 45-26, and that was the difference. Celtics head coach Joe Mazzulla wishing his team didn't take its foot off the gas. I think it just goes back to, like, who can stay the more competitive, physical, detailed team the longest. And so we do it for long stretches. Um, And, you know, we just have lulls at times and we got to be better at not having those the Celtics are somehow just four and four at home in these playoffs while Miami's now three for three on the road in game one Jimmy Butler 35 points five boards seven assists and six steals in this 123-116 win in Boston the quartet of Vincent Struess Martin and Lowry each scored 15 for the Heat. the Nuggets protected home court to start the West finale game two at the Lakers in Denver at 630 local time I guess this is what happens when the Yankees don't steal signs or have sticky hands. The pitch. Swing at a high fly ball. Deep left field. That's a way to win it right there. Deliver a three-run homer. Danny Jansen with his second game winner of the season. An absolute no a three-run homer, bottom 10 for Danny Jansen for a 3 nothing win on Jays Radio. The Orioles got a 3-1 win over the Angels. The Red Sox down the Mariners 9-4. And the Rays blew 2-0, 5-2, and 7-5 leads, losing at the Mets 8-7 in 10. Pete Alonso, a game-ending three-run homer. The PGA Championship started about 50 minutes ago, nearly two hours behind schedule because of frost in a chilly Rochester, New York. Trust me when I tell you. not a great idea to put the event in Rochester in May. Well, it's, it's always dicey still this early in the summer. It's in mid-May, it's still dicey? I mean, it was yeah. 37 degrees overnight there. That I think that might be a little abnormal. Yeah, I mean, but it's been a little colder here, too, in New York City, and we're five hours but, south of Rochester, and Rochester's on the lake. And I can tell you this, I mean, not that it's normal, but on Mother's Day of 96 with Syracuse's graduation, that was before I got there, but the legend was that it snowed that day on Mother's Day. So I'm just saying that when you get into the snow belt of Syracuse, Rochester, Buffalo, it's dicey even at this point in the year. I I just still think playing golf isn't preferable to play in 50 to 60 degree weather than 80 and 90 degree weather. Oh, yeah. The problem was that you can't go on the course. It wasn't it was too cold this morning. It was that the course wasn't... Although I saw, Mike, I, I saw Michael Collins on ESPN, <laughs> yeah. and he, he's dressed like it's the Yukon. Right? Oh. It's not that cold. But people, relax. We get a St. Bernard next to him with some <laughs> medicine around us. You're so funny. Uh, Rafael Nadal makes a major announcement at the top of the hour. The assumption is he'll remain off tour through the French Open, at least because of his current injury. Nick Kyrgios definitely is out of Paris. He has a foot injury suffered earlier this month when his car was stolen. The incident included his mother being held up at gunpoint. Wow. And uh, let me follow up on the possibility of the Coyotes leaving Arizona because their latest stadium plan was voted down by Tempe residents earlier this week. Patrick Mahomes tweeting his support of Kansas City and the team yesterday. And a woman named Michaela Perkins, who's the social media director of Phoenix Sports, responded by telling Mahomes he should focus on keeping his brother out of jail instead of stealing the Coyotes. 
Oh. Yeah. Did that come from Big Baby in the landfill? I hope that wasn't our staff's take. No, this wow. is Phoenix Sports, like an organization or like a website about Phoenix Sports. Is that directly connected to a team or a media outlet? Its own thing. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know what type of what type of organization that silliness is, but Patrick Mahomes is above reproach in how he handles himself off the field, what he does on the field, and he is not responsible for a jackass brother. Uh, no, nor is that his brother's legal problems on par with the Coyotes playing in a 5,000-seat <laughs> right. college arena. Yeah, like, right. it's not, not an apples-to-apples comparison. He can do both things, by the way, as well. Yeah. Protect his brother, straighten his brother out, and petition for <laughs> hockey in Kansas City. Yeah, his brother's quite the disaster. Yeah. But, I mean, imagine being responsible for your siblings' disasters. No. That's, that's a bridge too far. Maybe you say the parents might have some responsibility if their kids are a disaster. If your brother or sister's a disaster, that is not your fault. I just also don't like the idea of focus on this, not this. Like, how about a distraction? How about my brother's arrested? This would be a nice distraction during non-football season. I'd love to get hockey to Kansas City. Yeah, and he probably would or will. Yes. (laughs) He probably will succeed at this. Okay, thanks, Bogues. When we come back here on the show, Advanced Analytics and an Epic Fail, DA, CBS Sports Radio. No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. It's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. Another Diamondbacks pitcher, 22 years after Randy Johnson threw a ball and it hit a bird. Now, Randy threw a fastball 22 years ago. This one was a curveball. If you were a bird flying through a baseball stadium, which pitch would you rather be hit by, fastball or a curveball? 66% of you say, a curveball. Now, data teaches us that a bird can perceive pain similar to mammals in major league. Hmm. So bird's not a mammal? That's a different species? That's a different thing? That's a different... Well, that's sector how, of animal of the animal kingdom. I'm, I'm guessing because that's how it was written. Huh. Was prese- uh, that that they're warm blooded and they have fur. They are avians. Avians are not mammals. Yeah, birds are not mammals. Rather, they are avians. Oh, right, because they lay eggs. That makes sense. Okay. A bird can perceive pain similar to mammals. In baseball, if a pitched ball strikes a bird or animal in flight in the playing field, I guess like a flying squirrel, the pitch is nullified. If a batted or thrown ball strikes an animal in the playing field, the ball is in play. Wow. Wow. So if you hit a ball and it hits an animal, the ball is still in play. Imagine getting a single, breaking up a no-hitter because a ball hit a a squirrel. Wow. It's like Major League Two when uh, the ball hit the bird and Serrano went to the outfield to try to save it. Reed Johnson was hit by a pitch three times. In three games in his career, which is a major league record. Now, how about this? In those three games, April 16th, 05, April 7th, 06, April 29th, 06. In one calendar year, well, a little bit more, but April 16th or April 29th, 05 to 06, Reed Johnson had three hit by pitches in the only three games he played. Is that right? Uh, three, yeah, three games. And in those three games, he got hit by the pitch three times. Oh, 
He was hit by... Oh, I see. (laughs) It was a little confusing when when, when the analytics team read it. I see. So this guy has three games where he was hit by a pitch three times in each game. Wow. That's an ouchie. Let's get to your epic fail. Mraz defending Aaron Judge. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Boone didn't say that that's what Judge was doing. He just said the Blue Jays pitcher was tipping pitches. Again, I gave you a perfect answer. Why was only Judge staring over? And guess well, what I got out of this crowd? Zippo number one, Zippo number maybe. two, and cook, 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 no. Zippo number three. It's so dumb. Like, dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> maybe Judge was the only one doing it, obviously. Maybe Judge was the right. only one that could hide. So the league hide. MVP is somehow the only one that's not able to hide the stare. The guy who actually doesn't need the tipping of the pitcher. Okay, so then what's your theory for how the Yankees utilized the right. tipping of the pitches? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming both the first base and third base coach are, you know, hand down the legs, something like that. I think it's no different than glancing over your coaches when they're giving you other signs that you're allowed to look over for what to do at bat. So I, I think it's pretty... All right, I'm going to go with two words here. You guys tell me which one is right. He's going to bow out! <laughs> Inconspicuous. Choose your own adventure. Or innocuous. Innocuous. Yeah. Innocuous? CBS. Innocuous. Yeah, like kind of like you wouldn't even tell when you're watching the game that he's looking over. That is my answer for that. I think that you wouldn't be like, uh, staring over that hard. What is that? Is that fastball coming? Oh, my. You wouldn't be doing that for, like, ten straight minutes. He's clearly staring at the dugout. To see he's lying is ridiculous. No, you wouldn't. (laughs) Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. That was something else. Mariana tweets, I'm toasting the show for so thoroughly infiltrating my brain that I am now having DA show dreams. Normally, I just have nightmares about college. Hashtag... Booskies! We're proud to be of service. Dixieland Dan says, anytime Pete the Body wants to show his genius and rat-a-tat-tat terrible bacon drops, I'm here for it. And it's always hilarious. The only thing missing is Uncle Dick watching Mraz non-conspicuously in the corner. (laughs) Oh, yeah, maybe he'll show up to Bob's Bar. Thanks to Sean Mraz, executive producer. Not with the glaucoma. Thanks to Pete the Body on the wheels of steel at Audio Direct. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Andrew Bogush on your headlines. Be good. Be good to one another. I'm DA. We will see you tomorrow. The mothership disconnect. No, we don't. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.